This is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Chris provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Road to Retirement with Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Welcome, everybody. Welcome back to the Road to Retirement. My name is Chris Anselmo with Brookside Financial and our co-host, Tony Shore. How are you doing, Tony? I am doing great today, Chris. Great to be here. And... Um, yeah, I'm excited. Summer, a lot of traveling. You just got back from a trip and I did. Uh, a business trip where you met with some of our uh, nation's top advisors. I know you do that a couple of times a year, get together with other uh, financial experts from around the country. How'd that go? It was, it went well. We had a, we had a few good meetings and, uh, you know, it was a little bit of pleasure along the way. Did get to golf one, one day. Uh, it was a really nice course, Jack Nicholas course. So it was good. So um, you combined some business with pleasure, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. So one of the big topics that came out of it was, you know, with the rise in interest rates, we haven't really talked about how that affected fixed index annuities over the years. Mm -hmm. And the rates have been so low for so long that, uh, um, you know, they were barely beating CD rates. So we, uh, you know, right. last, last few years there were, you know, the caps were, you know, two, three, maybe 4%. And now we're seeing them a lot higher. So I thought today we'd, I'd first go and tell people a little bit about what index annuities are, and then we'll talk about some rates. So, so, so the basics of fixed annuities are, uh, you know, when you, when you peel away all the layers, what you're really doing it, you know, it's, there's a lot of stuff out there on fixed news and, and it gets confusing, but in its essence, you're, you're just loaning money to the insurance company. So you're making a loan to the insurance company and they're only get it only pays interest. So you can either get a fixed rate of interest or you can get it what we call an indexed rate of interest. So an index rate, of, so a fixed rate of interest might be, let's say 4%, right? So whatever happens in the market doesn't matter. You're getting 4%. An index rate is based on one, one or several of the indexes, usually the S&P 500. So as the market goes up, um, you could participate in, in um, they, those gains, but uh, um, well, we'll talk about you don't have any losses. So what they normally do, we'll put a cap on. Let's say your cap is, uh, uh, right now, We this is why we're really talking about it. in the last couple of years, caps were 3 or 4%, and now we've seen them as high as, uh, uh, 10, 11, and 12%. So what that means, if if the index, let's say the S&P 500 goes up uh, 10% and you have a 10% cap, you get all 10%. So so your cap, you if you have a cap, whatever it is, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, that means you get the first 8, 9, 10, 11, or 12 of that index. So if the index goes up 20 and your cap is 10, you only get 10. Um, the, other, the other concept is participation rates. Instead of a cap, they might say, like, we're going to give you 60% of whatever the index does. So if the index does 10, you get six. If the index does 20, you get 12. So so those are, you know, there's a lot more, but these are generally how those work. You're either going to have a cap or a participation rate or, or, or a little of both. And a lot of our clients will, um, will have a, a fixed rate component in there too. So there might be a bucket where it's paying 4%. We'll talk about that later. Um, 
and they'll put a little bit in that one and a little bit in the index rate. So, at, but at the end of the day, you have no dem- direct market involvement. So, mm. you're not get you're not getting any dividends from the S and P 500. You're not getting any capital gains. But the benefit of no market involvement is you get no losses. Remember, the number one point on there is you're just loaning money to the insurance company, kind of like you do with a bank. You go to a bank and you buy a CD from uh, Bank of America. You just give them money. You're loaning the money. They're going to pay your interest. You don't. Whatever they do with the money is is their business. Whether they pay employees, they invest it, they buy bonds, they use it for mortgages, whatever it is. Sure. At the end of the day, they're just paying you interest. So makes sense. So in these fixed index annuities, you do not have direct market involvement. Mm. So, and a little bit uh, later, you do have limited access, kind of like a CD. You know, if you buy a CD, five year CD, generally you don't have any access until the the five years is up. Uh, usually, in index annuities, they'll give you. Uh, up to 10% a year out uh, without any penalties. And there are early withdrawal penalties if you take out more, just like if you had a bank CD. So when you had a five-year CD and in year three, you say, I want to close it and I want to take all my money out, they're going to charge you a penalty. So Yeah, and that's a, that's a, a misconception a lot of people have about annuities, Chris, is that once my money's in and I've got a five-year or a seven-year or 10-year, it's locked up, I can't even touch it. But a lot of them have... Uh, a withdrawal of 10% a year without a penalty. Yeah, correct. So you, they, there is some access, but if you withdraw it early, uh, more than that or yeah. more than whatever the contract states, then there would be a withdrawal penalty. Right. But uh, um, uh, just like any retirement account, you know, you take money out before 59 and a half, there's a penalty or a CD if you take it out before the term is up right. there's a penalty right. so so it's like a, a anything that's gonna yeah. give you uh, a decent rate that's right. uh low risk now i think you buried the lead in your last point though with no losses so if the market goes up five percent you get five percent gain if it goes up ten percent on some annuities that have like let it for an example a ten percent uh cap you get ten percent if it goes up twenty percent you still only get 10%. But the lead here, the the main point, I think, of a fixed index annuity is no losses. If the market drops like it did in 2022, you don't lose 20%. Correct. Correct. So you you stay at zero. In other words, you don't, you may not gain that year, but you're not going to lose a dime, right? That's the thing. Correct. So, you know, we, we talked about it in our, uh, one our first book, I think we call this green money. So it's safe money. So that, um, again, if you're going to take out more than the contract allows, whether it's 5%, 10%, then there's going to be, there's going to be some type of penalty. So, um, but the penalties are, you know, there's a couple of reasons for penalties. One, if let's say you bought a seven-year annuity, well, you you told the insurance company, look, I'm going to give you this money for seven years. And they gave you a, a rate based on the fact that they would be able to use the money for seven years. So if you're going to, similar thing with the bank, if you were going to give them, if you said, look, I want out of this seven-year annuity in three years, well, then they wouldn't have given you such a favorable rate. They would have gave you a rate for a three-year annuity, right? So the other thing, the early withdrawal penalties, um, sometimes it's kind of odd to think that they're helpful, but it uh, it it stops that run on the bank, right? Mm. So, you know, if people are saying, like, I get a penalty if I have to take this, they might think twice about grabbing all the money and running, right? But the nice part, because you don't get any losses, there's really, generally, you don't see that people are going to cut and run when the market goes down because you're not going to get a loss. So, 
but then again, you, you know, you have to make sure you use a good carrier. We want a strong um, insurance carrier because the, they're the ones back in the guarantees. In here in Ohio, and I'm sure uh, um, uh, they have in other states too. So we have this Ohio Guarantee Fund, and I think it's actually with a Y, not two E's. But um, Ohio Guarantee Fund says, similar to like uh, uh, insurance at the banks, is that you have $250,000 per person per company. God forbid the insurance company went out of business. Now, I've never seen anybody have to use it in Ohio, but um, you know, if, if an insurance company's uh, not doing so well, usually they get gobbled up by another insurance company. So that covers so, it. Yeah, right. the bigger so, insurance so, company. I, I read, I read, Chris, that um, an insurance company uh, money in an annuity with an insurance company, nobody's ever lost their yeah. money. So, and, and two reasons. One is that the insurance industry, uh, the regulations are very strict and they have much more capital demands than banks. So they have higher reserves than banks have. So sometimes it's three, four to one that they have in cash in case something, they have a crisis. So, so you're right. I, yeah, I think I, yeah. at a minimum, I think they have to have 125% of yeah. on hand of what they owe you. Right. So it's like, yeah, they're regulated very strictly. And, um, yeah. Uh, banks, unfortunately, are not. They have their FDIC insured, which is right. great, but only up to, you know, 250000 which is the same the state insurance right. uh, coffers cover uh, money you have in an insurance policy. So Correct. So um, let me, I'm going to bring up another one that I had here. Um, so the, the rates have been so high on um, the new rates. So let me let me show you. So I don't know if you could see that well, but can you, can you see me circling there? So, um, yep. so like, like some of these have bonuses of 18% in year one. And even if you stuck it in a fixed account, say this one with guaranteed income of life, you would get 21.5% in the first year. Right. So there's opportunities out there and then there's the caps are really high too. So we have cap rates. We see, I showed you one of the, what the bonuses are, but we have, we're seeing cap rates of 10, 11, 12%. So where uh, your, your accounts that were a year or two ago, your cap rates were three and four, which meant, you know, even if the market went, did 15, 20%, you're only getting three or four. So there's some opportunities now to get out of those products if you're near the end of those terms. And even if you have to pay a little penalty to get out, um, let's say you pay one or 2% to get out of a product that maxes out at three, but we can get into one that's going to max out at 12. I think that that, that <laughs> yeah. might be an opportunity, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so even if you, uh, you like that one right there, you could have made 21 and a half percent in year one. So that would have made up more than that penalty you came out and then we could allocate stuff to, uh, market. So there's really some good opportunities out there now with the uh, cap rates. Uh, really, uh, the talk was we haven't seen these rates in 15 years. So uh, opportunities knocking, especially for people who have been on the sidelines at the banks, you know, they have several hundred thousand dollars sitting at a bank doing nothing. Even if bank rates are up three, four percent, they're not anywhere close to what the opportunity here is in the uh, index index world. So sure. Um, and, and people might say, well, that sounds too good to be true. But, you know, there's always a um, 
you know, they say there's um, what are the three things, and you can only have two of the three. Yeah, you can. There's, liquid, you, there's there's growth, liquidity, and uh, uh, yeah, the other. But yes. the, so this, this one, you really, I noticed to get in those with the with the bo- added on bonus of eighteen percent, ten to eighteen yeah. percent. Those uh, are ten year. Right. So there, uh, so there, there are, there are, there are shorter ones, five and seven year ones too. The sweet spot right now is probably five to seven. Uh, you won't, obviously won't get high as a bonus, but I, I generally don't use bonus products other than if we have to make up some type of penalty, right? People are like, oh, I don't want to lose 2% to move over. So if you can get a bonus up front to make up that 2% loss, then, and at the end of the day, there are studies that show that bonus and non-bonus products over the life of the product end up pretty even because what will happen at a bonus product is let's say they give you a 10% bonus up front and instead of it giving you a 10% cap, uh, maybe they give you an 8% cap, right? So, sure. at, so sure. at, at the end, again, remember you're, you're, they're borrowing money from you. They're not going to borrow money at, at 10%. So generally uh, over the course of these, you know, we've been looking at these for a decade or almost two decades. Um, they've been averaging probably three to 6% over the life of the annuity. So if we can grab some higher rates right now, and I do have another slide. I don't know if I could bring this up. I'm going to, um, so I, I created a spreadsheet, believe it or not, being the <laughs> CPA, being the CPA. You're the, you're the king of spreadsheets. So uh, that's the CPA. And yes, yeah, right? so what I, I did is I took the <laughs> S and P 500, uh, for like the last 20 some years. Mm-hmm. See if I can see this. Um, if you can see this. Okay, so here's a chart, the S&P 500, what it's done yep. over the last 20-some years, right? And all the way to 2023. So the chart that we developed was, if you could if you could put in a cap, let's see if I could get you to see this, this chart, right? So this chart's interactive. So if you, the red line is the S&P 500 from 2000, that dropped 2001, 2003, then it started going up. Then we had the, the housing crisis and started going up again, up again, up again, you know, and then... Uh, we had some pretty good years while I, um, uh, our ex-president was in office. And then, you know, COVID hit and all that kind of stuff. So that that kind of took it down. So the green line is what an index annuity would be. So you could see as when the market uh, goes down, it just stays flat. And as the market starts to creep up, it starts earning a little more interest. So let me, let me show you. Um, this is kind of interactive. So if we could change cap rates. So if you had a cap rate, I had a little thing here. See if I can go up there and change my cap rate. So if you had a cap rate of 3%, which we've seen lately, you can see that this chart, oops, this chart doesn't look so great, right? I mean, the S&P really outperformed that chart, that, that green line. But if you can get a cap rate of even 6%, then this chart looks getting closer that the green line without taking the risk is, is approaching the S and P. Yeah. And yeah, that's, uh, that's much better, especially considering yeah. there's no risk. And if you could get a cap rate of even 7%, um, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty darn close that they, they would break even and you didn't have to go through all these, um, these ups and downs of the, uh, I don't know if you guys could see that. It's Right. Well, the key here is look at how close you are with your principles protected. Right. 
So and in that S and P 500, your principal is not protected. And, it, and could I th- dro- it could drop. Correct. And I think what this doesn't show is the emotions of investing because the S and P you would be here in the S and P if you had the guts to stay in, you know, when, when the market dropped here, a lot of people got out. So then they yeah. didn't get these three or four years that went up. And then there's like, Oh, it's going up. It's going up. It's going up. Let's jump back in. And then it crashed. They're like, I'm not doing that again. And then they missed this ride all the way up to here. And then it crashed again. They're like, Oh, I can't take, you know, I just can't take that emotion. So the red line is probably even worse than for the average investor because they didn't stay in to get all the ups, right? Sure. So, so the nice part about the index, or they stopped adding to it. Uh, A lot of people, you know, in 2022 said, I'm going to stop contributing to my accounts that are in the market, like my 401k or whatever, because the markets are, I lost so much money. So then they lose money and they stop contributing, which compounds the, Right. It compounds yeah. the negative effect because look at what they miss out on. Yeah. You so, you, so this was a good, pretty good run right there. And you'd missed out. So you could see as, as this went up, like you didn't get that. So that went up, uh, you know, some of these uh, rates went up 20%. And this, when you have, remember we tagged this as a, a cap of seven, you got seven instead of 20, but you didn't get right. any of these downs. So, so for a lot of people, for at least part of their money, safe money, sleep, easy money. We use this to kind of level off the emotions, right? So if you were in this and you, and the market dropped in 2008, 40% and you didn't lose a penny, you're like, I you know, I'm, I'm okay. Right. So now again, long-term the market's going to beat it, but you have to be able to take the, uh, the uh, risk of the market, right? So, I mean, we've seen caps, and I'm saying you, you're going to get a cap of, you know, let's say you put a 12% cap in, which isn't, I don't say realistic, but if you, you know, you're not going to, they're not going to have caps 12% for every year. But if you had a 12% cap, then this one's much higher, right? Because the, if you could take out all the negative years and in positive years, you earned up to 12%. So, 12%, I'm just saying 12% isn't realistic over the whole life of the product, but you know, while these Plus rates- you lock in your gains and then you right. stay there, that's your new, that's your new floor. It doesn't go down. The floor right. doesn't drop ever. So while these rates are, are here, um, I think we should try to take advantage of them. So, yeah. Um, yeah. It makes perfect sense, but you're not saying as some people might say, well, why don't I put all my money in that? But you never want to put all your eggs in one basket. That's not smart. Correct. So um, I just moved that over so we could we could change it. So if you even if uh, even Plus if it, liqui- liquidity, you might need more liquidity. So you you can't put all your money in there, but you, you could put a you know a chunk of it and right. uh, keep that safe from the market volatility. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because the um, market you don't have any market volatility. Remember, we on our other slide we said, look, this is. This is, you don't have any market ups and downs. So, I mean, you'll get some of the, you're not directly participating in that market. So um, when we showed that other slide said, you're not going to get capital gains, you're not going to get the performance, but um, you're just getting, at the end of the day, they're just paying you interest. So, um, right. So what, so for part of your portfolio, either I want to say dead money, money you have sitting, we have some clients come in two, three, four, five hundred thousand dollars sitting in the bank in cash. And we probably, I said, look, unless you're writing a ransom letter, a ransom demand for your grandchild, you don't need four hundred thousand dollars sitting in the bank doing nothing. 
right? So yeah. you know, leave a leave a hundred in, but uh, you know, there's something called opportunity cost for us listeners. Like if, even if the bank would pay you three percent, and you're getting zero, I mean three percent you on four hundred thousand is twelve thousand dollars a year. So by parking that money somewhere that's earning nothing, you're basically giving the bank twelve thousand dollars a year to hold your money. So yeah. So, um, and a lot of people, what do you mean? I didn't give them anything. You did because if you had had it somewhere else, it could earn a, it could earn some more. Yeah. It's opportunity loss. I mean, you can't have any significant amount of money, uh, it is somewhere where there's absolutely no gains. I mean, that's just uh, not, not a good idea. So, um, so that, you know, that was the topic of a big topic of discussion at the seminars. It was look, we haven't seen these type of rates in decades. So go out, tell your clients, look, if you have some, uh, what we call green money, or you want to make money that, you know, safe type of investments, go out and grab these interest rates while they're out there. So, yeah. um, and you know, again, there's all, there's all flavors, right? There's three year five three-year rates probably aren't too good right now, but five-year, seven-year are probably the sweet spot right now. Um, uh, we, I don't really like to use 10-year products if, unless, you know, people are like, uh, I, I don't mind that 10 years is fine. I'm never touching this money. So, if, you know, you're really not touching this money. Why don't we grab the, the best rate we can get? So, um, so uh, that, that was a lot of what um, the, um, the discussions were about at, um, at the I bet with interest rates where they're at, you have to take advantage. And uh, there's been so many changes. You got to do something to keep up with inflation, but yet. Yeah. So again, you the op- minimize the risk. The opportunity is for uh, money on the sidelines right now or money that's in fixed index annuities. They're probably near the end of their term. So let's say you had a, a seven or 10 year one in your last year or two, and it's going to cost you one or 2% to get out. Um, you know, it might be worth getting out just because yeah. uh, the fact that, look, if you're stuck in that account that's going to earn 3% for the next two years and you could go into an account that possibly can earn 12% for the next two years, um, it, it, you may be better off uh, jumping ship. So, or like we said before, use one of those little bonus products to give you a little upfront. Now, you don't have to great get the highest bonus. So, you know, you trade off bonuses. The higher bonus you get, then the lower the caps are a little bit. So maybe you only need a 5% bonus to make up your, uh, your losses. So, um, so that, well, how can our listeners, Chris, uh, if they want to find out more about this, how do they get a hold of you? There you go. For our viewers, it's on the screen for our radio listeners uh, and uh, podcast listeners. Let them know how you can get a hold of you. So you can call us at either 440-886-3550. Uh, you could go to brooksidetax.com. We also have a... Um, um, a calendaring software. So if you want to make an appointment, you can actually just make an appointment uh, through that system. And it, you know, I don't know how it all works. It's like magic, but uh, I think, <laughs> I think Aaron does all that stuff for us. So, uh, and then we have some, uh, also we're on YouTube. That's where some these podcasts are at. And uh, we also have Facebook and uh, we, uh, you know, we got a lot of stuff going on. I, I, I don't, I don't know any of that stuff. So I just pay someone to do it, but uh, <laughs> and they're much, they're much better at it. You know, you pay people to do stuff that you're not good at. Right. So, uh, right. Um, so, right. Like right. financial I'm, advisor. That's why you need exactly. a financial I mean, advisor. I mean, and there, there was a study by uh, Fidelity not too long ago that, you know, people are always worried about paying for financial advisors. There's a study that shows that 
financial advisors probably add 3% to the overall return after fees. So, you know, the, the real crux of paying someone is you need handholding when the market's choppy and, you know, look, if the market's booming, you don't need the handholding as much. Like I always say, it's you only start screaming when the roller coaster goes down, right? So that's <laughs> that, that's, when, that's when you that's when you need the the financial guy or girl. Yeah, so. that's a good that's a good analogy, Chris. Well, great show today. And uh, again, listeners, pick up the phone, give Chris and the team a call. There, set up a consultation. There's no cost, no obligation to uh, talk. Uh, get a consult. See where you're at. See what might work for you. And uh, everybody's situation is different. Uh, Chris and his team will look at where you're at and all the different factors and uh, help you get a plan in place uh, for your finances right now, or especially to plan ahead to have that money you're going to need in retirement. That's what it's all about, isn't it, Chris? Yeah. And uh, stay tuned. We'll have another uh, podcast next week. And uh, Tony and uh, Marlette does some during the week. So uh, stay tuned. Look at our YouTube channels. And I think Spotify and some Apple Play, all those. those yeah, Apple Podcasts, yeah. Google Podcasts, Spotify, right. Amazon Music, and Audible. You're on all yeah. the major podcasting wow. sites. Okay, wow. So just look up Road Celebrity. to Retirement, the Road to Retirement, or Brookside Tax, or Chris Anselmo, and you'll find us. All right, thanks, Tony. Yep, great show. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, listeners. Thank you for listening to Road to Retirement. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Chris Anselmo from Brookside Tax and Financial Group. Call 440-886-3550 or visit them online at brooksidetax.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Brookside Financial Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Ohio. Insurance products and services are offered through Brookside Tax and Financial Group, LLC, an affiliated company. Chris Anselmo and Brookside Tax Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.